Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Crime blowing our mind. You can get shot or snap from behind. Start at the bottom, then try to climb. Top five, it's what you will find from the cocktails to the mafia. We share my low-key stories in the popular. If it's fire, we're gonna give you it. You know how it goes in the syndicate. Hey. Welcome back, everybody. Today we're going to be looking at an old case of a that came back to life. American gangster Arthur Dutch Schultz Flegenheimer. Yes, it's an older case from about 80 years ago, but the reason I brought it up is because it, it has a new movie that came out on... Um, it's a new documentary that came out on <laughs> this case. And it's an interesting case. It was during the time that federal prosecutor Thomas Dewey was pursuing Dutch Schultz on an income tax evasion. He had seen many of his contemporaries put away for various terms in prison only to come out without a dime. And with their former territories taken over by rivals, he was determined to avoid a similar fate. So he ordered his henchmen, according to the story, to gather up millions he had hoarded over the years and stash it away for when he got out. Now, how, how much he stored away or where he stored is another question, but we'll get to that in a little bit. Some of accounts of the story said his nest egg was all in currency. Others say it was double eagle gold pieces, while others still describe it as a combination of cash, gold, and jewels. Even after he had been acquitted on the federal tax charges in a trial, Schultz found himself doggedly pursued by Dewey for other crimes. Finally, in 1935, he decided that the only thing he can do is kill Dewey, and this would put an end to the pursuit. So what he did is actually he met with a other top-level gangsters on the board of directors of the syndicate to go over his plan. He met with people such as Lucky Luciano and Lansky and were astute enough to, they were astute enough to realize that murdering a man of Dewey's stature would bring down considerable heat on their lucrative operations and cost them millions of dollars. So they persuaded the others to vote against uh, Schultz's proposition. This infuriated the Dutchman who vowed to carry out the assassination on his own. He said, I don't need your permission at all. That fit of temper was enough to convince Luciano and Lansky that Schultz was even more unstable than they had or initially believed. So they decided they were going to eliminate Schultz themselves and his gang before he could eliminate Dewey. Because of the relentless heat Dewey had succeeded in bringing to bear on him in the city, Schultz had fled across the river to Newark, New Jersey, where he had set up shop in the Palace Chop House, a working-class tavern and restaurant with a low profile. A team of killers led by Charles Bug Workman was dispatched to that location. On October 23, 1935, a hail of bullets rid the world of Dutch Schultz for good and his bodyguards. But what happened to the treasure? Did he really have any? Well, that's kind of the question everybody's wondering about. The legend has it that the Catskills town of Phoenicia conceals a trove of money, bonds, and jewels that once belonged to a New York City bootlegger named Dutch Schultz, as we were talking about a minute ago. 
He was known as the beer baron of the Bronx. Schultz made a fortune in the 1920s selling beer during Prohibition when alcoholic beverages were illegal. Now, if you look a little bit further after Prohibition ended, Schultz padded his overflowing money coffers even more by strong-arming racketeers in Harlem and forcing them to cut him as, as a partner. But as we mentioned, Dewey started chasing him. Now, does he have the money or not? Well, according to a special on PBS, a pair of Canadian treasure hunters believe they are closing in on the gangster's cachet. They believe that it's worth over $7 million at the time it was hidden, so it's about $150 million today. While Dutch's buried treasure is hardly a secret, the show depicts two other teams composed of amateurs seeking the same cash. They say they have connections and that a key person is Bruce Alterman, referring to a private investigator who lives in the area and claims to have had a family member who told him stories about Schultz. On the show, Alterman provided recollections from his grandfather and others. Altman Fulmer found a revealing article in a 1939 issue of Collier's magazine. A former, layer, a former lawyer of Dutch Schultz recalled a two-by-three-foot steel box filled with diamonds, gold coins, and $1,000 bills. It is just a matter of time for someone to find it. Even the show's director is in on the hunt, invested emotionally and financially. Grandfather was muscle for Dutch Schultz, she told the Post. He kept a journal and there were references to gold coins. As for Trojan's material payoff, she sounds less certain. At first we were saying I would get 10%, now it's more like, let's see how big it is. Schultz evaded tax-related charges twice, as we mentioned. He was killed in the hail of bullets on October 24th. They're still looking for the treasure, whether, any, whether anybody can find it is the real big mystery. Whether or not he ever even hit anything is another mystery. Others, author uh, Henley, he believes is he's skeptical that there's any money at all. Uh, some people believe it was just a bag of money that he threw somewhere and probably buried it, and who knows if it's dissolved by now. The two, coin, the two gold coins, though, have encouraged the two amateur treasure hunters to value the pieces in her at 950 each and viewed them as breadcrumbs leading us down a trail to the big hit. Now this could all be just because of the move, just because of the documentary, trying to gen up some viewership. Who knows? All this kind of got started by the discovery of a 1902 Eaglehead coin that was found in the woods in rural New York. And supposedly Dutch Schultz buried these coins in that area. So it kind of gives people, I guess, hope that this is where it is. I don't know. That's it for today's story, but you can see the life of a mobster is almost never ending. Thanks for listening. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.